Dub Nation, it's been a uh, frustrating offseason. I'm certain, certainly your patience, mine, anyone who has any emotional attachment to the Golden State Warriors, your patience has been tested. But I'm going to make things positive today. I, I, I gave some thought to this, and there might be a bigger strategy at play. I'm going to explain what I mean next. Regardless, let's have a smile on our faces. Let's stay positive. We're going into the weekend. This is Locked On Warriors. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube, where you got to be watching this live, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can follow me, Cyrus Sots is going solo today on Twitter at Dog Surf Roadshow. Uh, but I'm going to start promoting my account on Threads, the new uh, social media application uh, that was launched last week. You can follow me there at Dog Wild. My visuals will soon reflect that. Dog wild is short and easy. It's one word. Follow me there on threads. I'm already active. But uh, look, this this offseason has been incredibly frustrating. And um, D, I totally agree with you. It's hard to stay positive. Um, Ray Lang, I would not mind TJ Warren and Bol Bol. Maybe that's still part of the plan. Uh, and Chris Swish, hello. Drew, I cannot thank you enough for the incredibly kind words. Uh, Barry, a baller. Sorry, uh, I, I didn't get a chance to host this when I was supposed to. Just some last minute situations came up. Uh, and, and I'm sure a lot of you understand when, you know, crap hits the ceiling, the ceiling fan more specifically, and you got to deal with the mess. So, uh, but we're here live and great to see all of you. Um, by the way, Alexander, I, uh, I have not seen the footage yet of Jordan Poole uh, in a Wizards jersey. I definitely need to see that. But according to Alexander in our chat, uh, Jordan Poole does not look positive. All right. It does not look uh, excited. I'm sorry. Well, you know, it's 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 Washington. But, you know, they've been kind of the the way the, the NBA looked at the Warriors and Clippers in the 90s and 2000s. I think a lot of folks look at the Wizards in that regard. So most people don't exactly get ecstatic uh, wearing a Wizards uniform. I still maintain that's like the worst uh, nickname for a team in all professional sports. Really, Wizards. Couldn't do better than that. These, can't you come up with a name that's a little more synonymous with the capital? But I digress. All right. So the Golden State Warriors, they're inactive. They're swinging and missing. Reports indicate that Dario Saric, uh, a, a player that, you know, Monty Poole reported was close to signing with the Warriors. There's clear interest there on the side of the Golden State Warriors. Uh, and then a couple of days ago, Jake Fisher of Yahoo Sports reported that Dario Saric may be waiting on the Dame Lillard trade uh, fallout and that he might actually decide he wants to go to the Miami Heat. So in other words, uh, he's not exactly ecstatic about signing with the Golden State Warriors. There was a report out there that Mason Plumlee, uh, a solid defensive big, uh, standing seven feet tall, he's okay offensively. He has his moments. Uh, so there were reports that the Golden State Warriors were interested in him, um, but he signed a deal for $5 million, uh, far more than the Warriors could offer, which is the veteran minimum. Um, and so we bid adieu to Mason Plumley. There's still some names out there, and I'm going to get to those uh, in a moment in the show. But I started thinking last night or a couple nights ago about, 
you know, like, why is this team? I mean, they're clearly in a win now mode, right? I mean, it, outside of Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody, there is not much to be overly excited for uh, for the future of the Warriors. They're all about winning now. I mean, the, the Chris Paul trade reflected that in a large regard. Uh, this is an aging team. This is an old team. Five years from now, virtually no one outside of Kaminga and Moses Moody and maybe the first-round draft picks, maybe Lester Quinones, maybe Guy Santos, maybe a few players might be around. But five years from now, most of the names we're familiar with will probably not be there. Stephen Curry will be in his 40s, most likely retired. Uh, Draymond Green will be uh, 38. Clay Thompson will be 38. So th it's all about win now. And I was looking to the past few years of the Golden State Warriors and their offseason moves. Two years ago, uh, the Warriors swung and hit a grand slam with Otto Porter Jr., right? Got him for the veteran minimum. Uh, his value was tarnished because of his left foot injury. Um, this is a player that formerly got a, a, a big deal. So he, it was an imperative that he signed a monster deal. He was more all about uh, refurbishing his image, rebranding himself. And he was rewarded by playing incredibly consequential minutes for the Warriors, helping them win uh, the 2022 title. And he was rewarded with a two-year, $12 million deal to play for the Toronto Raptors. But that was the extent of it. The only other player they signed in the 2022 offseason was Nemanja Bielitsa. Bielitsa was not someone that we were necessarily excited for. There, there wasn't like a lot of uh, fanfare when it was announced that Nemanja Bielitsa was going to be the primary big. It wasn't until Draymond Green started making comments during training camp that summer about how Bielitsa can actually create his own shot, how he's actually an, uh, a grossly underrated ball handler. And then we saw how he played. Uh, he was a massively huge help, and the Warriors were rewarded for that. Um, but that was it. I mean, it's not like the Warriors, uh, outside of the, the Kevin Durant years, it's not like they've been able to, you know, bring in, like, big-name players. It's not like they've, they've been able to use, you know, the, the 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 luxury of their brand name, the Golden State Warriors, to, to recruit big names. The San Francisco Bay Area is relatively sleepy for professional athletes. Uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have the nightlife a lot of them crave. Um, so this is not, this has never really been a big time destination for free agents. Yes. Andre Iguodala came here in 2013. Uh, yes. Sean Livingston was signed, although Livingston was also incredibly damaged. Uh, and it's not like they signed him to a veteran minimum, but this has never been like a marquee destination for free agents. And I was looking at last off season and last off season, the Warriors didn't sign anyone to a veteran minimum. And I think a lot of us assumed from the get go that it was largely because they were expecting Kaminga and Moody to step in and contribute. And that's a large part of the divide between the front office and uh, the coaching staff. The coaching staff uh, did not believe in Moody and Kaminga. Uh, they opted for two-way players, getting a bulk of those minutes instead. Um, they didn't trust Wiseman either, and he got shipped out. But the Warriors didn't really strike gold uh, last offseason with any big-time uh, veteran free agent signings. Dante DiVincenzo was a big one, but they got him for the mid-level exception. A player of, of DiVincenzo's stature was not going to sign a veteran minimum deal. The only player they did sign on the veteran minimum deal was Jermichael Green, who, uh, look, a, a, your opinion on him could vary. I, I've heard a lot of different, uh, uh, you know, feedback from various folks on how they felt about Jermichael last year. I believe that I don't think he was great, but at 6'8", he was one of the tallest players, and I think he would have been more serviceable than Anthony Lamb, but I digress. Regardless, they didn't sign him as an available player. 
who 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 was you know just lurking around waiting for someone to pick him up for the veteran minimum. No, they signed him to from the buyout market. He was traded to the Oklahoma City Thunder. The Thunder bought him out, and Jermichael was originally going to go to the Phoenix Suns before the Golden State Warriors stepped in. We're like, hey, we want you. Uh, Draymond and Jermichael have a history going back, I believe, to Michigan. Uh, and Jermichael changed his mind on the Suns, picked the defending world champions at the time, the Golden State Warriors. Uh, and then we have this last season. My point is, what I'm hoping is the strategy here that is going on with the Golden State Warriors, the reason why there doesn't seem to be any urgency in regards to the Warriors um, and, and you know, trying to fill a roster that remains three open right now. They have, what, 10, 11 players signed, I believe 11 total. They're going to need to fill three more spots. Their tallest player is 6'9". The one thing that media members, the one thing even fans, like none of us have the information that front office execs have when it comes to the buyout market. Uh, the two groups of folks who have information on that market are agents, who, by the way, are the source of all speculation to read about from, from Adrian Wojnarowski, Shams, all these breaking uh, news clips you see. It all comes from agents. They are the source of the information for the few media members that have these huge connections. They also are familiar with the buyout market. They're fully aware of what teams intend to do with their players if they're traded, uh, if they're coming up on a season where maybe the team no longer wants them. And there's going to be a buyout market. There's going to be more players. Another, and the other group is, is front office execs, GMs. They talk to each other. Uh, so what my hope is, and the root of my optimism is, is that the Warriors, and sorry, I'm sweating. It's like a warm day today, and I need to get a fan for this studio here. My, my hope is, is that the Warriors are biding their time for two reasons. And I'm going to explain those two reasons in just a moment uh, that could lead to maybe a roster next year that is going to be a legitimate world championship contender. Because right now, they're not. They're not. Right now, the Warriors, if the, if the sorry about my hair, if the, right now, if the, if, the season, if the season started with this current uh, uh, incarnation, this Warriors team is not the favorite to win the title. Uh, there are a handful of teams better than them right now. Um, so they're going to need talent, but it might be out there. I'm, and I'm going to explain the two variables that are making me confident after I give some love to BetterHelp, uh, one of our sponsors here at Locked On. And look, BetterHelp is all about therapy. It's all about helping you mentally. Um, and, and, and again, today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com. And get on your way to being your best self. Now, look, this world is hard, all right? We have family members maybe that drive us insane. We have maybe relationship issues. Maybe finances are getting to you and causing a lot of stress. You know, the pandemic did not end that long ago. And that was an absolutely insane moment in all our lives. Sometimes you need help to deal with your head, your mind. I mean, that's it's the brain is an organ. And... And sometimes uh, traditional medicine is not the, the answer. Sometimes you need to actually talk to someone and therapeutically heal yourself in that regard. And that's where better help can help you. Sorry to be redundant there. But they have a, a large team of therapists available for you, uh, sometimes last minute. Um, if you decide that the therapist you find is not someone you like, you can easily find someone else. It's entirely online, so it's convenient, it's flexible. It's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch again for no charge. Super easy. So let therapy be your map 
with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnNBA today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LockedOnNBA. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. For the everydayers who check out every show, uh, Kyla Mills might join me later this afternoon for a second show where we'll get her feedback. We also uh, haven't really touched on uh, the, the story Ramona Shelbourne, Shelburne, or at least the information she dropped that the Warriors could have had Dame Lillard, although the cost would have been insanely high. So that's why I don't really have any regrets about that. But Kyla might join me soon regardless. The program is on Twitter at Locked on Dubs. Follow us there for showtimes, for information regarding to the show. So check us out there. Uh, so here's the two variables that, that leads me to be still optimistic about the Golden State Warriors in regards to this op- uh, upcoming season. One is, is that there could be a buyout market that has some players, marquee players. Uh, and again, I, the, the research is not available. The list is not available. Only two groups of people have that information. Agents and GMs, and all we can hope for right now is that Mike Dunleavy Jr. is fully cognizant of who is going to be available on the buyout market, and maybe there are players there uh, that will excite the fan base that could actually make the team a world championship contender. Daniil Gallinari uh, is one name that, again, uh, he stands 6'10". He can handle the ball. He can shoot the ball. Uh, He's so-so defensively, so-so as a rebounder, but still, at least he gives you size. But he's an example of someone who might be available. Mike Muscala, uh, a seven-footer who can shoot the three solidly um, is another player who might be available on the buyout market. Uh, that is a massive hope. And again, Jermichael Green, no one saw him coming to the Warriors. Again, he was a disappointment as a player, but he was he was found through the buyout market. And my hope, my belief, my, my hope, not necessarily belief, but it is a hope, is that the Warriors are going to find the remaining players through the buyout market. And here's the other part of it. This is why I think they're being patient and just sitting back watching the chaos of the NBA offseason. Most teams right now are filling up their rosters. Um, like, like, for example, Montrez Harrell, I, Harrell, I believe, just signed. I forgot the team he signed with. But whoever signed – I'm brain farting on the, on the team that signed him. But the team that signed him is maxed out with the roster. The L.A. Clippers are maxed out. The Lakers are maxed out. Uh, the Pelicans are maxed out. The Miami Heat, we don't know yet because they got to do the Dame Lillard trade. But – the point is, if your roster is maxed out and then you suddenly have some really awesome options available for you in the buyout market, those teams are not going to be able to take action. The Warriors are. So I that is my hope, my belief. Not a belief. I don't know why I keep saying that. My hope and my, my possible belief as to why the Warriors are inactive is that they're sitting back, they're biding their time, and they're hoping that these gems fall down from the sky through the buyout market and that's where um they're going to be available uh mark h by the way writes about nico Mannion. he looked good for the bucks uh, he is on their on the bucks g league team the warriors do still own his rights by the way uh if they want him but i don't think they do um so i don't know what do, what do you folks think uh you know greg king writes um you know uh the inferences of the dubs are waiting for the buyout market absolutely that is the inference and again by waiting you're keeping roster spots open while most other teams who have been proactive don't have available spots. So if there is a marquee name that suddenly drops from the sky, 
again, uh, uh, Muscala and Gallinari, those are two players who are expected to be in the buyout market. Uh, no, no official certainty of that. Again, that's where agents and your front office GMs will be the ones with the answer there. But that is the hope because if the buyout market is not the solution, um, then my optimism is back to being grumpy. Um, so th that is my my hope. And and I and Mark Graves, by the way, you write an excellent post, which is that why didn't any team offer uh, Reeves? You're referring to Austin Reeves of the Lakers, more money to squeeze the Lakers cap. I don't I don't understand what happened there. Obviously, the Warriors can't do something like that, but there were a lot of teams. The Spurs would have been an excellent uh, example of a team who could have offered a lot of money, a lot of money, um, and, and screwed the Lakers in the process. I don't know why they did that. I don't get that either. Uh, the, the Pistons are another team who could have used Austin Rivers, um, could have also really uh, tightened the, the noose around the Lakers' neck by doing so. I don't understand why teams did not do that. Um, you're right. I, I don't get it. Uh, so, but... Yeah. And then here's the other part. Um, uh, by the way, uh, N-word, N-word Scissorhands writes, is is Galeo, is Gallinari even healthy? Yeah. Supposedly he's ready to go. His knee is fully uh, healed. Um, and so he can't play. Uh, he will be available to play next year. So the, and the, and the other reason for optimism, the other reason why I'm, I'm still keeping a positive note on the Golden State Warriors is that there is a very strong possibility that with the lack of moves, Steve Kerr is going to go all in on his two lottery picks on Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody. Uh, they could be fantastic players. All right. I want to make one thing very clear. They were lottery picks in one of the deepest drafts in NBA history. If Jonathan Kaminga was in the James Wiseman draft, he would have been the number one pick. He would have been the number one pick. That's how deep the following year's draft was when Kaminga and Moody were both in it. Moody would have been a potentially top five pick, depending on what draft you're looking at. These are two potentially fantastic players. And if they're part of the rotation, if they're the reason why free agents are looking at the Warriors and going, I'm not going to get time there. It, that likely means Moody and Kaminga are going to play. So I'm, I'm optimistic about that as well. Um, AC writes, Anthony Edwards still number one. I don't know. I don't know. Anthony Edwards had question marks. The Warriors could have literally traded up for him if they wanted and chose not to. The Timberwolves were shopping that number one pick. They came to the Warriors and, and proposed a pick swap. Warriors said no. Um, Anthony Edwards had a lot of questions about drive, about, about motor, about passion for the game. Um, Kaminga could have very possibly been the number one pick in that draft. He was projected at one point to be the number one pick in, in his own draft uh, before he slipped to number seven, uh, supposedly because of interviews with other teams. Um, so, yeah. And again, uh, Macarian Ortiz writes, JaVale McGee might be on the buyout market. He would be fantastic. Um, and, and, and that's the point. The Mavericks right now have a stacked front line. Maybe a player like JaVale McGee becomes available. So that is my hope. That is my 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 desperate hope that the Golden State Warriors are relying are going to rely on that uh, buyout market. But I do agree with you, Jordan Poole, Stan, who writes this team is a play in as currently constructed wholeheartedly agree right now. If, the, if they went in uh, with this roster and let's say they did not add a couple of consequential pieces uh, on a positive note, they were planting. They are. I, re I really do believe that I'm going to save that for future shows. But if you look at the Western Conference right now, Every team is a playoff contender, every single one, and every single one of those teams has improved. Even the Portland Trailblazers, if the Trailblazers trade Damian Lillard away, they still have an awesome young core 
that could that could make some noise this year. Uh, I don't know if they'll beat the Warriors, but the Warriors are old and slow, so you never know. It's it's, it's a possibility. Um, so yeah, JaVale McGee would be incredible. Uh, Bruce Morrow writes, please sign Christian Wood. That is a player I've wanted on the Warriors for years. Um, but I don't know if he's going to be available for the veteran minimum. If he is, that would be incredible. Uh, we also have the issue of whether or not a player like Christian Wood would feel that his value would increase playing for the Warriors because he might not play. Um, and that's, that's where the way, uh, Jermichael Green was handled last year does cause issues. And it's not just with the players. It's also with the agents. Christian Wood's agent might be looking at the Warriors going, do you want to go to a team that just might bench you for a month straight? And DNP you over young players that the co so I you know it's it's the agency you got to take you got to consider as well. If Christian Wood comes to the Warriors, I would be ecstatic. Um, so yeah, and and uh, Gingy Gok, if I pronounce your name correct, the Houston Rockets got better. They're going to try to make the playoffs this year. You're absolutely right. The Western Conference is stacked. Um, so uh, and Douglas Mike's, I don't know where the report came from, but um, if if it's true that no team is willing to spend more than the vet minimum uh, on Christian Wood, I, I would be ecstatic. I would be man. We will have a celebratory show if if the Warriors get Christian Wood, because I think he would be a perfect fit uh, for the Golden State Warriors. Um, James Johnson has an interesting question, writes uh, or comment. Do you feel James Johnson writes, do you feel because the vets won four rings, the the main core i'm trying to fill in words here didn't want a young player to outshine them i don't know if that's the case i don't there's one thing i don't sense from the core it's ego ego and pride are two very different things um i would not agree with that but i'm not a mind reader who knows um so i want to go through my list real quick right now and just let you know what what free agents are available uh just give you an update on everyone who is out there before we call it a wrap on this show um DP, by the way, sorry, I'm, I'm reading all the chat here. Uh, DP writes, Jamichael had the weird weird leg injury. Oh, no, it was a leg infection. You're correct. Uh, he missed some time. But, yeah, he was fun as a role player. I, I didn't think he was that bad. Um, D, you're correct. The core wants to win. Uh, here is the updated free agent list. Let me share my screen here. And we can kind of review this. So, group H of my free agent list, they're all still available. Blake Griffin is still out there. Boban Marjanovic is still out there. Taj Gibson is still out there. Eek. Uh, group G, the Brad Wanamaker group. Uh, all these, and everyone listed in this, in this, uh, in this list, they're available right now. Uh, Javante Green, awesome shooting guard. I, I know we're we're focusing on bigs, but I would not mind Javante Green being a part of this team. He's an awesome guard. He can shoot the ball. Derek Jones Jr. would give you some inside muscle. He's 6'6, 6'7, but he is a thick uh stocky six 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 seven he will get your rebounds and he will make it difficult for other players to back down and get easy shots in the paint and then frank kaminsky is still out there side note i didn't realize until doing research for this list frank kaminsky is engaged to ashley brewer of sports center fame who was recently laid off sorry about that uh but they're engaged and and frank kaminsky is still out there seven footer who can shoot three um group f the glenn robinson the third group uh, Markeith Morris is still available. Jamichael Green is still available. He does know the system. Tristan Thompson, who I would personally love on the Warriors. I don't think he can have enough enforcers and, and enough bigs who can play defense and rebound like he can. He also has a sneaky underrated uh, post-up game offensively. Uh, Myers Leonard is still out there if the Warriors want to take a gamble. And Bismack Biombo is still available. Uh, group E, the Nemanja Bielitsa group. Again, every player listed is available currently. James Johnson. 
the player NBA players would least like to fight uh, is available. He is tough as nails. Uh, Wenny and Gabriel, by the way, is still out there. He is a long athletic player. I would not mind him on the Golden State Warriors. He's still available. Dario Sarge is still available, even though he's apparently uh, playing games with the Golden State Warriors. Juan Toscano Anderson, JTA is still out there. Don't be surprised if he gets re-signed with the team. Bull Bull is still out there. He's reportedly getting a lot of interest, but you never know. Uh, his dad was a former Warrior. Uh, and then Nerland's Noel, uh, who has very little offensive game, but is a solid rebounder, solid defender. Uh, he is available. Uh, group D, the Otto Porter Jr. group, only has Mike Muscala in there, and that's if he is bought out. Still not official. Uh, group C, the David West group, Serge Ibaka. I added him to the list. Uh, he is out there. I would not mind him on the Warriors. I mean, if, if the Warriors are going to focus on, you know, just veterans and, and experience and why not take a roll the dice on Serge Ibaka? He get that quarter three of his is lethal. He'll space the floor. Um, group B, the Sean Livingston group has just one player. Terrence Ross still incredibly available out there in free agency. Not a big, but a fantastic wing player who would not hurt. Uh, this Warriors team. And then the group A, the Andre Iguodala group, TJ Warren, again, not a big, but I, I think he would flourish. I He has tremendous potential um, that if he fulfills, he would be a steal for this Golden State Warriors team. So that is who's still out there. Um, yeah, and look, <laughs> for all the people in the chat who you have every right to complain about every single one of those players, you're not going to get perfection for what's remaining. You're not going to get someone who uh, sticks out as a dominant big or a dominant player, given where we are in the calendar, unless they show up in the buyout market. And again, the Warriors, the fact that they're sitting back, the fact that they have three roster spots right now, that is incredibly a positive because most teams in the NBA who are trying to fill these spots with veterans that can contribute, their rosters are filled. Like they can't do that unless they cut another guaranteed player. So and 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 speaking of which, the, I believe the Philadelphia 76ers, I forgot his name. I should have added him to the list. They, they have a big that might be available now. Um, I forgot his name, though, but he's a decent player. So anyways, that is where we're at on this weird, quiet uh, offseason. And again, for all the people in the chat uh, who have their, their complaints about every single one of those players, I get it. It's valid. It, you, you, you're absolutely right. But these are veteran minimum contracts. You're going to have to roll the dice on pretty much any one of these individuals. Ray Lang, thank you. Paul Reed of the 76ers would not mind him. I've done a lot of research on him, but he seems good uh, from, from what I know. Uh, Vincent Yu, shame on you. Uh, do not ever utter that name in here again. Um, and uh, Alexander writes, who would, be the, who would be the three bigs um, I would want most for the veteran minimum? Christian Wood would be right up there. I I... I that's absolutely Christian. If Christian Wood is in fact available for the veteran minimum, sign me up. A player that uh, I don't think will be available for the minimum, but you never know. And I go, I know this is polarizing. I wouldn't mind uh, Kelly Oubre Jr. back. At least he knows the system. He's still young. He's six eight, so he can rebound. He can play defense. He's much stronger uh, than you'd expect. So if he can come back and play his role instead of uh, trying to you know play that ISO crap that pushed him out, I would not mind a back. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, and Crystal Sturdivant, you are absolutely correct. You're right. You would only need the bigs when you play taller teams. Um, so it's okay. And not to mention again, uh, Trace Jackson Davis, I think is, is an awesome pickup. We're going to see him play some real minutes. That was actually one of the, the rare perks of the CBA for the Warriors is that under the new CBA, you can sign 
uh, second round picks to four year deals. And so that's what they got uh, for Trace Jackson Davis. Douglas Mikes, I totally get it. I know Kelly Oubre Jr. Uh, is divisive and don't worry about it. There's no reports uh, linking him to the Warriors, but given where the Warriors are, I would not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it. I would not hate it. Um, so let me see anything else uh, in the chat before we wrap it up. Uh, Gilbert Arbalo writes that Rick Buecher, who has been on the show before, and I hope to get him back soon, um, went on the radio and said that the Warriors are better than the Suns right now. Yeah, I don't agree with that either. Um, uh, Miles Turner's sign and trade. The problem with that, uh, Shaxum Tamong, hope I pronounced your name correctly, is that the Warriors are not eligible for a sign and trade. They are a second apron team. Uh, the new CBA prevents sign and trades for teams in the second apron. Not to mention, even with the old CBA, if you wanted to pull a sign and trade, uh, you got hit with a hard cap. The Warriors went through that in 2020. It was an absolute nightmare. You have to get your, your roster down below uh the 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 first aprons threshold if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken so the warriors cannot do a sign and trade that's just not an option i i i've heard some other media folks out there bring that up every once in a while like hey maybe the warriors can sign and trade i, I don't know why they say that that's ignorant they, they cannot um they do not have the option of doing so um nick j the sim god i don't hate this idea Give Eric Pascal a call. Don't hate that idea at all. I don't think he'd be bad. I mean, he's he's what six five six six, but look, he, he's better than Anthony Lamb. So I'm with you on there. I'm actually absolutely with you on that. Uh, Douglas Mike's writes Aaron Baines. Yes, he did come back from that really serious injury. Um, I don't know how healed he is. I don't know if he's NBA ready. Would not hate that though. Um, Salvador Estrada writes. Kerr does not want tall players. He wants smart players uh, like Curry, Trey, and Clay. Is that, are you, are you, do you mean that it's impossible for a big to also be smart? Is that the, is that the insinuation there? Um, <laughs> and then uh, Billy four and five writes, uh, Kerr does not like young players and tall players. <laughs> All right. So that about does it for today. Kylan might join me later, but again, optimism abound. All right. The buyout market could be the salve for this team. And for two reasons, one, who knows who's dropping in there. Like, like, Mike Dunleavy Jr. probably has a really good idea. He talks to agents all the time. Um, if Bob Myers is, in fact, still uh, answering the calls, and Myers was a former agent himself, maybe there's communication there in terms of understanding who's going to be available in the buyout market, and the Warriors could be waiting to pounce on that. And that leads to the fact that those three open roster spots they currently have might be beneficial because most teams don't have those open roster spots. I did go through a lot of other rosters just to check that. Nearly every team of consequence is filled. Okay, the Warriors are one of the only teams remaining that have just open roster spaces they need to fill um, that they hopefully will not settle with in terms of G, play, G League players. Like Because that is what ultimately might happen, and that is a fear, uh, is that the Warriors might just fill these spaces with a Lester Quinones, who isn't not the worst thing in the world, but the team needs size, or a Guy Santos. Uh, and Guy Santos, by the way, is still under contract with his Brazilian team, so I don't know if he can legally play in the NBA. Um, but regardless, uh, let's hope um, that that's what's going on and that they're saving those roster spaces so that buyout players like maybe JaVale McGee, maybe Mike Muscala, maybe a Danilo Gallinari, maybe that is what the target is. So uh, conclusion, yes, Ray Lang, we need size. D, have a great afternoon as well. Thank you, everyone. Uh, and Brandon Cassells, yes, Dwight Howard. I would not be opposed to that. But again, the Warriors have shut that down before. You never know. I would love it myself. Um, but uh, 
<laughs> but I, I I'm just not counting on that. I the Warriors don't seem interested. Um, yeah. All right. Bye everyone. Have a great day. Might be back at might be back at this soon with Kylan. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Dubs. We keep you posted on that. Uh, take care, everyone, and have a great weekend as well. If I don't, if we don't, if you're not back here, thanks. Bye.